Well, it's a pleasure to welcome Judith C. Lynn, MD, to MSU today. Dr. Lynn is Professor of Surgery and Chief of Vascular Surgery at MSU Healthcare. Dr. Lynn, welcome to the program. Well, thank you so much. Thanks for inviting me. Can we start by defining vascular disease? What is it? Yes, um, I think most people are familiar with heart disease and with the consequences of blockages in the vessels that carries blood to and from the heart. Well, some of the most recognized vascular disease includes abdominal aortic aneurysm, we call it short for AAA, which is an enlargement of a bulge that develops in a weakened area within the aorta in the abdomen. These pressures then generated by each heartbeat that pushes against the aneurysm and it tends to enlarge. And if the aneurysm weakens, it can rupture. So typically we want to monitor it and repair for surgery if it becomes large enough before it bursts. We also take care of a carotid artery disease, which can cause stroke. These uh, carotid disease occurs when the main blood vessels to the brain develops plaque or hardening of the artery. And these buildup then can become very severe and leading to stroke, which damages part of the brain. In fact, 80% of strokes are ischemic stroke where the parts of the circulation of the brain is cut off, usually due to blockage in the carotid artery. And it is the third leading cause of death in the U.S. Another very common vascular disease include peripheral arterial disease. Last month was PAD Awareness Month, where we tried to discuss uh, how to prevent atherosclerosis. And this happens when there's hardening of the artery in the legs. Essentially, there's uh, blood flow that's reduced to the limbs, and it can cause complete blockage in the legs. Early on, people may have difficulty walking, they get cramping pain, and eventually, if it gets really bad, they may get foot ulcers, infections, and even gangrene that can lead to amputation. So people with PADs are more likely to get heart attack and stroke, so it's pretty much related. Another thing that we deal with, vascular disease, may be uh, venous, such as varicose veins, um, which a lot of patients have. You can notice the bulging veins in the leg, which then returns the blood back to the heart, and it causes heavy, aching, throbbing, itching. And some of the more serious also would be blood clots or deep vein thrombosis. Deep vein thrombosis can cause leg swelling and pain. Um, DVT in the blood clot in the leg can travel into the lungs, causing pulmonary embolus, and that can kill somebody. Most people present with shortness of breath. So those are sort of the main issues that the vascular surgeons develop and treat. And you've started to talk about it, but what are some of the symptoms? What causes it? Usually it's age. As we age, uh, we tend to develop hardening of the artery. Smokers can get it as well. Smokers damages the inside part, inside lining of the blood vessels. And also diabetes. Diabetes is also a, a common cause. Hypercholesterolemia, high cholesterol, high blood pressure, can cause damage to the blood vessels. So um, usually we want to make sure we control risk factors, making sure that you take aspirin, making sure you quit smoking, exercise is good, control diabetes, cholesterol, and high blood pressure. Those are some of the medical management that we can do. And obviously, if it gets very severe, you'll need to see a vascular surgeon. Give us an overview of the vascular surgery services you offer in your practice. So vascular surgeons are specialists who are highly trained to treat diseases of the vascular system, which is arteries and veins. Blood vessels comprise of arterial blood that carries oxygen-rich blood from the heart to the rest of the body, and the veins then returns the blood back to the heart. We talk some of the 
vascular conditions that can obstruct blood flow. My, I kind of think of myself as a plumber for the body, trying to do plumbing. We can do ballooning. We can do angioplasty and stenting. We can also do bypasses like surgery to bypass the blockage. We can fix aneurysms if they bulge out. We can replace them either through a stent graft or and actually sewing blood vessels. Um, and then we also take care of patients with medication. So medical therapy is also very big. And share with me, I read it on your website, your practice philosophy. I believe in patient autonomy. I think it's important to start in the initial visit, identify a patient's specific concern, what bothers them, to really customize a comprehensive treatment plan for their vascular condition. You know, I strive to provide the patient with accurate information about their diagnosis and then provide them with evidence-based vascular care to each individual patient. So there's many options. Some patients, you know, they don't want any surgery or more aggressive intervention. Then we start with medical therapy. Obviously, someone may not need more aggressive. And then eventually, you know, when they when their condition gets severe enough, they may need minimally invasive procedures. That's usually the next sign of therapy, like arteriogram or venogram, a stenting to open up blood vessels. Um, and eventually, if they get severe enough, they're going to need something bigger operation. And that's something we also offer. What are some of the challenges you encounter in treating vascular disease? Well, a lot of it is recognition first. Uh, we have to be able to recognize the problem. Like if you get leg pain and leg cramp, you really want to see a vascular surgeon. Maybe see your primary care doctor first and discuss with your doctor, physician that you trust, and to see if you do have vascular disease, and then they get referred to the vascular surgeon. Sometimes it's family history. Patients with abdominal aortic aneurysm, they tend to be smokers and um, have a family history of aneurysms. So it's a silent killer. So a lot of patients, they may not know to be screened for aneurysms. So that's something that we want also to be patients to be aware of. If you have family history of that, we want to definitely make a note of it and get checked out. And then, you know, basically in good health, I usually tell patients that we can't cure atherosclerosis, but we can manage it. We can manage it so you can live a longer, healthier life. And when it comes to vascular disease, Dr. Lin, are there either some facts you'd like to reinforce or some myths you'd like to dispel that you hear? Yeah, absolutely. People think that when they hear surgery, you're going for intervention. That's not necessarily true. When you see a vascular specialist or a vascular surgeon, you're really discussing some of the options as well. Not every vascular disease needs surgery, and sometimes it's making the right diagnosis is actually a good start. Obviously, we got to make sure that your leg symptom is not from your nerve, pinch nerve. It's not from, say, sciatica or, or musculoskeletal issues rather than an arterial or vein problem. So we got to make sure we make the correct diagnosis and comes up with a good treatment plan. Is there some current or exciting research or some advancements in treatments of vascular disease that kind of have you hopeful about the future of treating these diseases? Yeah, absolutely. There is an explosion of technology in vascular disease, especially in the last uh, 20 years. We've switched everything to minimum invasive now. So we no longer really have to open up someone's belly, abdomen, or uh, make big incisions. So a lot of it is catheter-based procedure. Like instead of doing heart cath, we're doing leg catheterization. And to do some procedures that would correct the blockage or improve the flow without having to make big incisions. And that may correct a lot of the problem. The other thing is we've had a lot of medical advancements 
medical therapies. It doesn't dissolve the clot sometimes. Sometimes, you know, you have to actually go in and remove the clot, but a lot of times we can do uh, medical therapy as well, and there are medical therapies that can actually improve the longevity of our stents and our bypasses. And the other thing that we've done is also we have digitized a lot of the stuff that we do in terms of imaging. Vascular imaging has gotten so much better that we can actually see things that we weren't able to see. So that has also come at a cost in the sense that now we didn't even know we have a vascular disease. It was some x-ray somebody was getting, CAT scan imaging, that they, were, they found an incidental finding of an aneurysm, say. So, and then it's more of a discussion of whether or not to monitor that aneurysm or to treat it. And it really depends on patient's symptoms and the size of it as well. So there's certainly a lot of things that we can do. That is exciting. And Dr. Lin, you're very distinguished in your field of treating vascular disease. What attracted you to MSU Healthcare? Well, MSU has a great name, and it's also a great program. I'm excited. I was recruited here to build the vascular surgery program in the Lansing area, and I took out that challenge, and then I'm very excited about that opportunity. I think there is a lot of under-recognized and under-treated in vascular disease, and I think I'm hoping to spread the word out there uh, so that patients with vascular disease can live a healthier, longer life. Well, hopefully our conversation today can, can help get the word out a little bit, and I'm so curious reading your bio what made you go back to get an MBA in 2017? That's a great question. Yes, I've always wanted to be a doctor, and I love what I do, taking care of patients, doing operations, and managing vascular disease, and that's what I'm trained to do. After about 15 years, medicine has changed a lot. Some of the business side of medicine that I'm not aware of, and also I felt like getting a master in business administration actually will help in terms of looking at the flow of medicine and how to improve it. Because a lot of what we do in medicine is teamwork. It takes a whole team to get things done. And uh, medicine has really become sort of um, a group of people working together. That's what really helped me with business side of it because um, I always say I can't graduate medical school unless I do everything myself. That's how we were taught in medicine. In business, is very different. They make us do group work. So we did a lot of teamwork and I can't graduate business school unless I work as a team. So I think there was a very interesting aspect. The other thing I learned was leadership. One of the things I really wanted to learn is about how to become a better leader, to grow more personally and professionally. And I think uh, I went to one of probably one of the number one leadership training program in the country to really learn how to become better leaders. So hopefully I can manage patient, manage my team better. So that was the, the, the gist of why I went back and got my MBA. Oh, very cool. And, and what's the best way for patients to get in touch with you or do they start with their primary care physician first? Yeah, typically we like them to go see their primary care doctor and they can have the referral. Uh, most of the insurance do require that because I am a specialist. However, if they think they have vascular disease, they can ask their primary care doctor for a referral. And I am located at MSU Healthcare Department of Surgery. We're right on uh, Hagedorn Road and our number is 517 
267-2460 for an appointment. We also have a website, MSU Healthcare website, and it has all the listing of all the vascular conditions. I'm also a big proponent um, because I'm a board-certified vascular surgeon, and I'm very involved in the Society for Vascular Surgery, so a lot of our information, we kind of co-branded uh, MSU Healthcare with uh, Society for Vascular Surgery, which is the trusted name in vascular surgery. So it's actually, there's a lot of good information on that website as well. Well, and again, that phone number to reach Dr. Lin's practice, 517-267-2460. The website, healthcare.msu.edu. And so, Dr. Lin, summarize what you'd like those joining in in on our conversation to take away about vascular disease and give them some hope, too. We want patients to be in good health. I think vascular surgeons are able to partner with your primary care doctor and partner with the patient about how to stay healthy and live longer. So some of the things we really want to do is make sure that patients live a healthy life, which is uh, exercise, quit smoking, and uh, make sure you control your cholesterol, control diabetes, and high blood pressure. And if you do have any kind of vascular conditions, we'll be happy to see you and help manage your vascular condition. So that's Dr. Judith C. Lin. She's the professor of surgery and chief of vascular surgery at MSU Healthcare. And again, much more information at healthcare.msu.edu. Dr. Lin, great meeting you and talking with you. Thanks for sharing your expertise. Thank you so much for having me. It was my pleasure. And I'm Russ White. This is MSU Today.